TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Masarowski outside right now in western New York looking at cloudy skies. Uh, could turn things around and see the sun today. 52 degrees currently in Buffalo. Powerful Ian left many southwestern Florida cities powerless. Over 2 million without power this morning. Justin Finch is in Tampa. The water, not the only danger. The winds at one point hitting 155 miles per hour, just the fifth hurricane in U.S. history to hit that number. In Tampa, the winds knocking traffic lights from their wires. And overnight, more than 2 million customers left in the dark as the devastating winds and water took out power lines and transformers across the state. And Ian expected to cross into the Atlantic today. Hurricane watches are posted for the East Coast, from Palm Coast, Florida, all the way up to Charleston, South Carolina. Victor Akendo is in Fort Myers. Christopher Barcia has lived in Naples for nearly 30 years. That house halfway underwater, there goes my car floating away. Inland flooding, the deadliest component of hurricanes for the past 30 years. Hospitals in the area prepared for the worst, several now on lockdown. Their doors shut to protect patients and staff until the storm passes backup generators on hand to continue vital services with the power out. Tampa's fire and rescue chief Barbara Tripp says her team is navigating the treacherous as best they can to get out and help people. They see some uh, down power lines as well as debris that's in the road. When it comes to the power lines, they're making sure that they're not live. Uh, definitely don't want any tragedy to happen to our crew members. Well, on the power lines, utility companies on standby to get that power back on when it's safe to do so. WBEN's Brayton Wilson taking a look at how they prepare for a storm like this. More than an estimated 2 million utility customers were without power as a result of the hurricane-making landfall. With the storm still churning its way through Florida into Thursday, that number is expected to rise even more. Once Hurricane Ian has rolled through the state and made its way north, that's when the recovery efforts can start to not only restore power, but also to restore life across the region. I can't speak for the people being impacted down there. You know, we're we're thinking of uh, them as uh, so many across. Uh, the region are today. That's National Grid spokesperson Dave Bertola. In the past, National Grid has provided assistance in recovery efforts after natural disasters such as a hurricane. The company has even extended a helping hand to places like Puerto Rico, especially after Hurricane Maria devastated the island back in 2017. When it comes to the potential of responding to the recovery efforts in Florida after Hurricane Ian, Bertola says National Grid has yet to be asked to provide assistance or resources. However, as long as the opportunity presents itself to 
to assist, they will be ready when needed. We would deploy our people and resources if there are no other weather concerns or risks in, in an area where our customers could be negatively impacted. So in, in other words, you know, if we had 25,000 people without electricity service here in Buffalo, Western New York, let's say, we would not deploy anyone to Florida if asked. And again, we have not been asked. Uh, we would not deploy anyone until our customers had been taken care of first. More of our coverage of Hurricane Ian is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thanks, Brayton. Ian has left the southwest portion of Florida and is now moving northeast through central Florida and states above that. Hunker down, sandbag. Uh, if you've got sandbags, put them up. If, you, if you're in a flood-prone area, um, just just stay off the roads and hunker down because here we go. Meanwhile, Ian's outer bands already affecting Georgia. Wind whipping on Jekyll Island in Glynn County. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp issuing a state of emergency. That's Andrea Fujii reporting. All right, we'll continue our coverage of the hurricane throughout the morning here on WBEN. Other news, the Bills returning to the practice field yesterday with a lengthy injury list. Uh, won't practice today. Ryan Bates, Christian Benford, Deion Dawkins. Deion has a non-COVID illness. Jake Kumaro, Jordan Phillips, and then Vaughn and Vaughn and Roger Saffold are on a vet rest day. Uh, the following players will be limited. Dane Jackson, good to get him back out there. Jordan Poyer, Ed Oliver, Mitch Morse, Justin Murray, player we just signed, um, and then Dawson Knox. You get all that? That's head coach Sean McDermott listing some of the names. Notably, Dane Jackson, though, returning to the practice field just over a week after being taken off the field in an ambulance. He talks about the response from the team and staff. Crazy, man. Unreal, man. Unreal. Like, everybody handled it so so professional, so calm. You know what I mean? Everybody was all hands-on. Even when I got to the hospital, the ECMC staff from those guys, like everybody, man, it was, it was unreal. And I, like I told the other guys, other, other reporters, like I appreciate that more than anything. You know what I mean? Just making sure I was good. We'll hear more from Dane Jackson throughout the morning here on WBEM, but great to see him back, even uh, you know, in the limited role he was in yesterday, hoping the Bills can heal up before they take on Baltimore this Sunday. Yeah, amazing to see him on the practice field, though. More than a year after resigning from office, former Governor Andrew Cuomo is taking steps to return to public life. After working 24-7 in public service for many years, I've recently spent time engaging in something called life. I had a lot to make up for. Cuomo said he's forming a political action committee and a gun safety organization, also plans to host a weekly podcast. Cuomo resigned in the wake of sexual harassment allegations in August of last year. Interesting. Well, the U.S. State Department issuing a warning to any Americans living in Russia urging them to get out now or risk being conscripted into Russian military service under Vladimir Putin's latest draft order. Ian Panel has more from Ukraine. Hundreds of thousands have fled across Russia's borders. ABC's Britt Klenis is at the crossing into Georgia. All these people have been on a days-long journey from Russia. They say that they don't have any plans, but they just needed to get out. Many of them are relieved, they are exhausted, but they say they had no choice. Dmitry spent seven days trying to escape Russia. I don't want to kill people and I don't want to be killed. I don't need this war. Tensions escalating over a bogus referendum in occupied parts of Ukraine. Putin's expected to use the results to declare the regions are now part of Russia as early as this Friday. Those results, as reported by Russia, show 99% in favor. The White House, though, calling the vote 
totally bogus. He was once a top name in the rap game. Coolio has died. The rapper whose biggest hit, Gangsta's Paradise, topped the charts in 1995, died suddenly at a friend's house in Los Angeles. Coolio's manager says he was told the rapper went to use the bathroom and never came out. No word yet on a cause of death or if he'd been sick. The 59-year-old had two top 10 albums in his career, a Grammy for Gangsta's Paradise, and Coolio's last album was 2009's From the Bottom to the Top. Over his life, Coolio made two top 10 albums, also had a successful acting career as well. Yeah, sad to hear that news this morning. Well, how about this? Soon enough, a bedside Amazon device. It's like a little like Santa Claus, right? Just in time for uh, the holiday season to roll around. Might know uh, when you're sleeping and when you're awake. It sees you when you're sleeping and it knows when you're awake and it's not St. Nick. Amazon announcing it will start selling a device later this year that can track sleeping patterns without a wristband. The Halo Rise will use no-contact sensors and artificial intelligence and cost about 140 bucks. Amazon says the device can connect with its virtual assistant, Alexa, and allow users to wake up to their favorite songs and a light that imitates the colors and gradual brightening of a sunrise. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Oh, Boy. it's nice to make the uh, sleep-tracking robot sound so nice and peaceful, right. like a springtime sunrise. <laughs> 140, you know, what? By the end of uh, what you pay for it, 150 bucks for a robot to watch you sleep. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I no feel thanks. like I can find uh, some better ways. To I mean, spend isn't that it money. kind of like a Fitbit? Yeah, right. Just way creepier. You're just not wearing something on your wrist. Not wearing something. It's like scanning your entire bedroom. It's got eyes on you. Great. It's you know sending that to who knows where. Right. Um. You know, maybe you'll see yourself on Thursday Night Football <laughs> live on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That would be nice. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. You're going to find clouds this morning, followed by sunshine this afternoon. Temperatures today in the mid to upper 50s. For tonight, mainly clear and frosty. Overnight lows in the 30s. On Friday, partly to mostly sunny with highs in the 60s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Dominic Cortez joining us this morning of Cortez Construction and WBEN's Home Improvement Show on Saturdays. Talking generators uh, with two and a half million customers without power in Florida this morning, Dominic. And it seems you know, everything we do requires power. Uh, there are probably spikes in western New York when people purchase generators, right? When you go back to some big storms such yep, as absolutely. October storm. Yeah, the October surprise was really the impetus for the launch of uh, institutionalizing generators uh, around neighborhoods. I recall uh, at that time when, you know, it happened here in Clarence and the power went out. It was out for over a week and we had a standby generator run by gasoline, extension cords running off of it. Very cumbersome, very awkward. And, of course, the big risk of carbon monoxide contamination from running gasoline power generators. You still have that risk with a gas, uh, natural gas power generator, but it's generally always outside. A lot of people were placing those portable ones in their garage, and that's what led to, you know, the spike in carbon monoxide contamination. So, yes, uh, a, a storm, uh, a major power outage usually prompts people to think about a generator. I, from 15 years ago, well, almost 16, right, uh, when the October storm hit, how far have generators come? Like, if you're looking for a generator now, how much different is it going to be than something that you might have seen in a store 15 years ago? The basic technology has not changed. However, what has changed are the options and the bells and the whistles and the remote the remote access, you know, from your smartphone kind of thing. 
But I think the biggest thing now uh, that you'll see with generators is the ability to size it uh, according to what you think your need is. You can size it for your whole house and you can size it for just part of your house. And the price will be, you know, subject to uh, volatility based on that size issue. From a price standpoint, what are we looking at? From a portable generator that might have two outlets in it to, you know, the standby. Yeah, so you can start, you know, at a few hundred, three, four hundred dollars for a gasoline-powered small portable one that you wheel in place and run extension cords off of, uh, and you could go up to ten, twelve grand to run your entire house. Um, so there's a tremendous range of what you can do, and it all should be really based on what you think your need is. For example, you know, if you are one uh, that stores a lot of meat. Uh, if you're a hunter and you know, or you buy a side of beef and you've got to worry about that freezer, well, obviously that would prompt the need and the extended power outage to have a generator. Also, if you have a health issue, you know, if you have uh, a dependency on a CPAP machine, uh, then you really can't, uh, you know, weather through without having power. Uh, so, you know, a lot of it depends on need. Another thing, of course, is whether your neighborhood is prone to power outage. And interesting enough, where I live in Clarence here. Our power is underground, but yet we're very prone to power outage. I never found out why. I never got a straight answer why. Uh, But somewhere down the line, there's a uh, station that fails often, and we suffer from that. Yeah, it's uh, strange to think. You'd think you'd be in the clear and uh, safe, but maybe not so much. The the game might be changing, though, Dominic, when you hear about some of the new technology, especially battery technology. Ford's out with their new electric truck, and one of their big uh, pieces of advertising around it is it could be plugged into the home the opposite way and act as a generator, you, you know, your own car that could power your home for three days. I, I mean, well, do you see this technology changing? Well, something's got something's to come up with what's going to replace natural gas because, you know, uh, there's a movement afoot to take natural gas away from us. It's already started in uh, New York City. Uh, you cannot build anything um, over seven floors right now, seven stories in New York City, or that's powered with natural gas. It has to be powered with electricity. And, of course, the big question is how does the grid, how is the grid able to support that kind of growth in electrical consumption? And then couple in now this discussion of what do we do in a power outage when the electricity fails and we have no way to generate emergency uh, power? Uh, so, yeah, battery technology is going to be the answer. And then you open up that whole can of worms of the safety of ba- battery technology and, you know, the lithium battery argument and the temperature that a lithium battery burns at is far in excess of, of any temperature, any fire we've ever seen. Uh, I just had a friend lose a house uh, from a, a lithium battery charging in his garage and his car and it failed, uh, it sparked, and it burned his whole house down. So, yeah, the debate is there, uh, and we need to come up with a solution. How do we replace natural gas if they take that away from us? Wow. You know, are these always dependable, even in Florida, with what's going on there? Can you always rely on a generator? Well, a buddy of mine just bought a Cummings uh, generator, and he swears by it. He was in the Navy. He said he had a Cummings uh, diesel uh, in fact, I think uh, Max interviewed him, too, for this morning's uh, news. Uh, and he, he says the Cummings diesel was very dependable. So that's a good question. I think the brand does have some influence on its dependability. I can tell you, um, when I first bought a generator uh, in the middle of it running, when we had a power outage, uh, it failed on me when the oil cap 
uh, came unscrewed, and guess what happened? All the oil spewed out, and it seized up. So, yeah, you got to be mindful of that and the maintenance that's required, which is, you know, a monthly, uh, an annual uh, oil change. So, yes, there's some responsibility and some dependability issues that have to be thought about. And, and all that goes into deciding whether or not it's worth it for you, Dominic. I, I mean, to me, the big question is, you know, I'm living in an area where we're I shouldn't even say it out loud. We don't get power outages a lot, like uh, yeah, you said you right. do. Now watch that change. But, um, yeah. you, you know, it's are we susceptible to the same sort of thing that happened 16 years ago in the October Surprised uh, anymore? Um, you know, that's maybe one of the big questions for everybody because it seems like we're in a better, you know, capacity to deal with that and not be a week without power in some spots. Well, actually, to be honest with you, Brian, I think that's, a false assumption. I think the the integrity and the uh, completeness and the age of the electric grid is very, very suspect. Um, I spoke with somebody um, a few months ago from one of the power companies, Natural, Nat- National Grid, and he told me that that is indeed a fact, that the grid is, is very fragile. Um, so, you know, if the grid is overloaded, um, inevitably power failures are going are gonna to result. So I think, you know, thinking about the dependency of the grid is something we should not uh, automatically assume. All right, it's a good question. We have Dave Bertola from National Grid coming up in the next half hour. Dominic, thank you. Okay, good, seeing you. good talking to you guys. Good morning. Our Dominic Cortez of Cortez Construction. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.